It's the Friendly Fire Show for uh, the start of August. It's episode number 144. I'm Survivor Editor-in-Chief Steve Wright. I am Ben from Survivor. And uh, hey, man, we haven't talked in a while because there's been nothing to talk about. No, well, we only skipped one episode, essentially, because no games came out. So what else could we True. do? Yeah, well, and it's it's getting better, thankfully. There's a couple things we can talk about uh, after delaying a week. Uh, mm. And I didn't do the standard what's coming next month post at the end of july i'll do it at the start of august i guess there's a ton of stuff coming in august kind of near the end of the month though so it's a big end of the month you've got control and what else is the end of the month uh the dark pictures anthology man of medan yes and blair witch that's right and i'm excited about all three of those they're all like like yeah it's like three games in the horror genre (laughs) all coming out in the late august period but I'm happy. That's they all are like my favorite thing. So, well, I'm going to play two of those at least. I think three might be a bit much. I'm not really a Blair so you're gonna, Witch guy, but I'll play the other two. You're going to skip Blair Witch. Fair enough. Yep. But uh, we don't have anything to say about those because that's not this month. Uh, but we have played games. I'll start because I know that you played this one too. Uh, you and I played co-op for a bit at least of uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood, which yeah. I don't like. Co-op only Wolfenstein. And what confused the hell out of me is there's a VR Wolfenstein game which launched with it, which is a like is that a separate game or something? Yeah, it's called Cyber Pilot. Cyber Pilot. I thought it was a mode of this game, but it seems to be a separate thing. I don't understand so what we, that is. Yeah, we got offered a Cyber Pilot uh, review code two days before launch, and I said nah, I'm more concerned about Youngblood. Thanks, and we got that a whopping one day before launch. So uh, it's kind of clear need. that. Bethesda wasn't too keen on either of these releases, I don't think. Um, well, there yeah, they've slotted it in the July window, which is often not strong games. Uh, but it's getting a mixed reviews. So I think we saw their level designer or something tweeted out saying mixed reviews, pretty good. That's what I expected. So some good, some bad. That's what the people who made this game expected. <laughs> Set your hopes high and your expectations very low and see yes. what happens. Like it's it's... So we, I don't know if you played anymore. We played co-op for a little while, and then I played single player to kind of finish off the game so I could write the review. Um, in my general experience, co-op was not hard so much as frustrating because enemies are just bullet sponges. Um, checkpoints are few and far between, and you have to like just continually go all the way through a level to get to like the end or exit point and then if you finish it you got to go all the way back and then you got to do that in the overworld as well so it's just like a slog through the whole thing yeah and then single player is easy yeah i don't know so like let's talk about the co-op experience first um i didn't like it's just i think i kind of summed it up to be honest anything you wanted to add Well, the checkpoint doesn't make any sense to me. We had to keep doing the same bit over and over, which was our own fault because we were... What it wants you to do is one player to kind of play more aggressively and the other one to revive when you stuff up. And we both stuffed up at the same time pretty much every time, so neither of us could revive. But then it it kind of boxed us in a few times where the enemies knew exactly where we were and we couldn't go anywhere. So the person who came to revive, actually, it was like a death sentence, basically. And then it would send us back half an hour, so... That was really weird. Well, in single player, your um, AI partner is basically invulnerable. So you never have that issue. Like if you get downed, you just mash the A button and she'll come and save you. And she, like, she's never died trying to save me um, at any point. So 
that's like a portion, a part of it being way too easy. Um, when we were playing co-op though, like, because we weren't, we were playing co-op the way that we do. We just kind of go off and do our own thing and, and talk shit about the game. Not correct. But there were times. We don't play very well. <laughs> there were times when like an enemy would just like automatically or not automatically, like instantaneously just pop in in front of me because you must have gone to a certain point somewhere in the level and like triggered new enemies to spawn or something. And I think the same thing happened to you. And it's like, oh, that's that's not something that should happen in a 2019 game. Well, that's put us up quite a lot because there would be time <laughs> where you'd run ahead and I was looking at something back and then between us, enemies would spawn because you've obviously triggered them because you've gone past, but they're not meant to be there yet for me. And then it, we couldn't get back together because there was different waves of enemies <laughs> kind of attacking us so yeah that was our own fault though we're not playing correctly well from what you just said it's my fault but that's fine i'll take the blame okay. that's cool i'm thinking about one time <laughs> that happened so it didn't happen a lot just the one time no it's it's likely my fault that's fine um it's the thing that also annoys me and it's like such a stupid like criticism but like why have the nazis all of a sudden made all of these door switches and devices that require like two people to pull a thing at the same time whereas like in any other wolfenstein game it's just like a button that bj presses it's it's a stupid. i know it's That's stupid why. but like blech. um i have no idea what to say about the story because the sisters are boring there's too many characters that i just don't know about or enough to care and the same thing goes for the sisters it's just like i, I was skipping cutscenes. this yeah, pretty I, much straight I into it at all game. about that and the biggest problem I have, I think the level design is quite poor or the mission design rather, because you'd have to go back to your little hub world, which it didn't tell you to do. And this is a game which inundates you with tutorials. So many things we run into, it's like, this is how you get your weapon. Well, this is how you do this. It never told us how to really do missions. So we just figured yeah. that out. And you keep having to go to the underground to use that map as a fast travel but then you just have to run to a different door and fast travel somewhere else and you have to run past 50 enemies on the way because what's the point in killing them because they'll respawn again straight away. But it's not yeah. clear where to go. There were a few times where one of us found it, the other one didn't, then we didn't know how to get back. And it was kind of like, why can't I go to this door and start this mission straight away? Why do I have to run through this stupid hub world? And because we didn't go to the hub world, we encountered like the RPG elements in the worst way possible because we weren't doing the side missions that we needed to level up our characters. So we went to a, a mission where like just every enemy had a red skull instead of a level number. So it's like, well, we're going to die. Mm. This is I really fun. don't like that in any game where <laughs> it's, you know, you've done three or four main missions or however many, but now you need to do side missions because you're underpowered for the next main mission. No, just let me play through it how I want to play through it, especially an action game like this. Don't make me do the optional stuff. Yeah, the the RPG bit with the guns is cool because you can kind of customize the gun to suit however you want to play. And you can spend money and put all these different attachments on the gun so it like behaves or performs in a, an entirely different manner, which is cool. But like having enemies with level numbers and having your characters with level numbers... And like trying to match weapons to shields to break them down. He's like, it's just like, I don't want any of that stuff. I just want to have a shotgun. I want to shoot a Nazi in the face. That's basically it. Well, and it, it doesn't work in a co-op game because, you know, you or I would run off and be doing the mission. And the other one has paused to go through this massive list of things you can unlock with your weapon or your abilities. And that doesn't make sense because one of us is ready to go and they haven't noticed the other one stopped playing for a little bit. And it's just not the right time for it. It doesn't really fit this co-op. I thought it was going to be a tight action game, but it's kind of a slow, grindy 
RPG yeah. co-op game. And even in single player, offline co-op, so like you are you have confirmed you're playing with an AI partner and there's no way that someone can join your game, you still can't pause the game. It all keeps happening around you when you're in like the pause menu. So mm, very annoying. I've tried like I was paused it to do go and do something and I came back and I was dead because it's everything's just going around around me. It's not yeah. great. If you're a Wolfenstein fan, maybe you'll like it. I don't know. Play it single player because it's a lot easier than trying to grab a friend and be frustrated together. It's perfectly playable, but I think we've had a couple too many Wolfenstein spinoffs. I think the main two games are way better than the two spinoffs that have followed and the, the fifth if you want to have the VR game. So they've, they've overdone it a little bit and, yeah, I don't think we really needed this. It feels like an experiment that Bethesda got to happen by Machine Games and I think Arkane did it as well. Just to see what they could do, yep. if they could make a co-op game, if it could work. And then it didn't really. So potentially this was going to be a bigger game than it has become. And they just kind of made it into something based on what they have said and the little marketing it had. I don't think they really thought this was great either. Let's continue. So something that you've played a little bit of um, and something I've played a very little bit of is the Gears of War. No, it's not called Gears of War. It's called Gears 5. Uh, Gears no te- war. They're not at war anymore. They're just Gears. Nor smoking. Um, They were never at war. They were just of the war. Whatever that was. (laughs) Anyhow, now they're they're just Gears. There's no war. (laughs) That's it. Gears 5 multiplayer tech test. Um, I played the tutorial. Very boring, And then I couldn't actually... I couldn't find a match after that. And Ah, the tutorial is like 20 minutes long. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm done. Yeah. So I didn't that's, that's really get why I, I put that in because it was also, it wasn't like a, we've changed everything. You need to learn everything again. It was a, have you played Gears of War? Well, good. You're doing the tutorial. So yeah, <laughs> it was a bit strange. Just in case. So how is an actual game? What did you play? Uh, just a versus match. So it was a, what is it? Four or five V five. Uh, I think there's only one map or I only played the same map like three times. If there is another one. Right. Um, was it the um the arcade the new arcade mode where it's kind of like a hero no. shooter with people with like different abilities? No, you just like literally played a multiplayer straight game, straight up multiplayer versus. So I have actually played that survival mode at E three briefly, uh, whatever that's called. What's it called Escape or something, or is that a different game? Anyhow, I think that's not I think this. That's right. I think that's right too. That's not this. This is just straight up versus, um, which I've always thought is the weakest part of Gears of War. So. If I was going to play Gears of War, I think campaigns was really strong. Co-op campaign is where it's basically industry leader. It's it's why you play it. And the gameplay serves a horde mode pretty well, although I didn't like how Gears 4 kind of pushed it in the campaign. It said, we've got a great horde mode, so you have to play it during the campaign. I think we got stuck once on that when we tried to oh, play. Oh, we got utterly destroyed in that bit. Yeah, I, I didn't really like that, but I, I like them as separate modes. Uh, and then you have Versus as kind of the third tier. It's kind of the add-on. I never really played it because it doesn't really suit it that well. The, the running awkwardly, the cover-based element, the chainsawing everyone in half, all works great against AI. Against other people, it's okay. It's kind of like the Tomb Raider or the Uncharted multiplayer mode. You kind of realize this is okay. There's something here. But after you played it two or three times, that's it. You never go back. So <laughs> I know it's a tech test. But tech test these days means demo, uh, and it's it's demoing the weakest part of Gears of War. So I think it was a, a Game Pass only thing for the first weekend, and then it became like a Games with Gold or whatever it is now. Yeah, thing like Xbox Live Gold. Xbox Gold, that's what I mean. Uh, yeah. So anyone could have played it at any point. I think it was okay. It felt Gears of War-y. We didn't really learn anything new. 
um, except there is no war. So the demo, the, the tutorial you'd have played would have been kill some bots. Uh, kill so many bots. Kill a lot of bots. <laughs> Here's how you throw a grenade. So, yeah. That like, I do really like Baird. Game. He's funny, but, like, he, that only goes for so far. And that, that was, yeah. like, a 15-minute too long tutorial. Yeah. So, it was it was good, but, um, yeah, it's probably one of the least exciting tech tests or whatever we call them these days, network tests that I played in a while because it just it's so similar and it's the weak mode. So, I'm very excited for Gears 5, but not for Versus. I don't know about you. Yeah. Well, no, and I think they they were saying that that kind of like hero shooter mode, arcade, I think it's called arcade, um, is kind of like to combat what you were saying about versus being kind of shit. Um, like it, uh, my experience with the Gears multiplayer mode is that you go in and a guy shotguns you in the face and you die and just like repeat, 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 repeat. So they're trying yeah, to much it. use that arcade to change it up. But who knows if that's going to work? We'll find out. Yeah, um, I know they're trying to expand it and they're trying to give it life, uh, but Gears of War doesn't need that. It could just be a great co-op shooter, uh, strong campaign with a horde mode, and that'd be great. Uh, But they, yeah, everyone wants their game to last for months instead of a few weeks. So they're adding in all these extra modes that I'm not sure we need. Personally, I really didn't like the escape mode. I only played it half a round, so I didn't get to see the whole thing, but I didn't find having no ammo in Gears of War fun at all. Literally, like just no. running from everyone. So, yeah. Escape. Yeah, I don't like it either. Um, Anything else on that? That's all I've got. Cool. The other game I've played is uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on Nintendo Switch, um, which is a competent Ultimate Alliance game, um, but also it basically just regurgitates that formula that Activision started how many years ago and it hasn't really Mm. evolved or progressed at all since then. Um, The camera is absolutely shocking, um, which is really annoying when it's like a top-down game that can't get a camera right. It's just, it's weird. It can't deal with zooming in and zooming out and then just kind of like gets stuck in a wall somewhere and you're kind of screwed. But really it's, it's just a button masher and that's all you do. Um, so kind of good for the switch because you can play it in like a 20 minute spurt and put it down and then do something else. And it's not too bad, but if you have to play it for a long period of time, it's just tedious. Um, the only thing that's kind of good about it is there's tons of Marvel characters. If you're into that kind of thing, awesome. Um, but as friend of the show and site, Adam Matthew Griswords, um, kind of captured in a YouTube video that's on the site as well. Um, the unlocks are pretty crap. Um, they're basically just palette swaps for your characters. So if you wanted to get like cool costumes that were honoring like the Marvel cinematic universe and all like, you know, the, the comics history, not really, you can just get like a pink version of black widow. So it's, Mm. I don't know. It's like a phoned in kind of game that I don't think there's much more to say about it. That's interesting. Cause it, uh, it was one of the seven games Nintendo had at their booth at E3 and everyone I spoke to that night, you know how it is. Everyone's very excited about what you'd play today. And everyone loved it who played it. Now, Nintendo basically said, you have an hour, so you get to play four of the seven games. What do you want to play? And I didn't pick it because there were better things. Uh, yeah. But everyone else who was, who was there said it was great. They really liked it. But I did wonder if it's because it's a type of game which is a bit different to what's on Switch and playing it as a handheld game, it's, it's, it kind of works well. And maybe that's why they liked it because it, it looked old to me. Well, and they would have played it for like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's so true. So one, one go of 20 minutes, fine add in 
40 minutes, an hour, two hours, where you're literally just doing the same thing over and over and over. I don't know. Like it's if you like Marvel stuff and you like the ultimate, it's it's an ultimate alliance game. If you played the first two, it's like that. So and you can play it handheld in spurts. So if that's what you like, get it. It's it's not bad. It's just not good. Okay, so we've had we've had three things which we don't recommend people play, but are not bad. But it's a waste of time. <laughs> July, everybody, back to what Ben was saying. Bad. Yeah, no, there's a, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's go on to the news. All right, so the news, much like games in July, also pretty uh, crap, Ben. So uh, let's start with NBA Live 20 has been delayed um, into later in the year. So usually the, all the sport games from EA Sports, FIFA, Madden, uh, NHL, and NBA come out at the latest on 30 September. Um, but NBA is coming out between October or December, um, mostly because, as we've known for years, NBA Live is a dying franchise and ea doesn't know what to do with it it's beyond life support here because not that either of us really play it uh former podcast member tano loved it i see no he didn't mm. hate it he loved to rag on it um, <laughs> but basically the the history of it is ea sports dominates with fifa and madden and nhl and probably a few others i've forgotten uh but 2k dominates with nba 2k and <laughs> EA keeps trying to get that market share back, but their NBA games are terrible. And they there were a few years where they just stopped. There's been a few where the game was like delayed super late, even later yep. than this. And mm-hmm. n- now to still be hanging around and being like, oh, yeah, we'll come out like, you know, this is like AFL level where they're kind of like, yeah, it'll be out at some point, maybe. Uh, but it's from EA, not from some little Melbourne developer. So very embarrassing. It feels like when Sony made those like Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, because they would lose the license to Spider-Man if they didn't put out a movie. So just like, ah, just we'll just throw it out. We still have the NBA license to use next year as a result. And, and then they uh, never we'll, do anything with it. We'll make so it better next it year. Go. Well, yeah, but there you go. Yeah. Uh, we're yeah. flying through the news, I reckon. Uh, the Ubisoft Experience Sydney uh, will take place the 14th and 15th of September in the University of New South Wales roundhouse which must just be a building um it's kind of cool it's uh joining similar events in paris and i think there's one somewhere else that i forget about um and it's just like a cavalcade of ubi games including unreleased things like beyond good and evil 2 watchdogs legion ghost recon breakpoint uh roller champions and uh classic and retro titles uh tickets are like 20 bucks and all proceeds support the are you okay initiative slash charity so it's kind of cool well that's very good charity element is great but also i think this is the biggest gaming event in sydney since eb expo left yeah to my knowledge there hasn't been anything this big you can go to and play pre-release games so only one publisher of course but good on ubisoft for bringing their games back to sydney because no one else is doing it at the moment yeah and we have no official confirmation, and we're working off very, very sketchy rumors. But uh, I hear on the grapevine that there might be a big announcement or something coming. I don't know what that is. I'm optimistic that it's kind of cool, but like, you know, don't take me for my word because I don't know what I'm talking about, really. I don't know why I decided it to say that out loud. Very rare that there's an announcement at an event in Australia. I think, I don't even think PAX has had an announcement, not anything worthwhile. Having said that, 
For years, rumours of a far, far Cry in Australia have been persisting. Um, I think just because to us it sounds like a good idea. I don't really know if there's any substance to that, but it would be cool if that happened. Um, it's really hard to think of anything else that Ubisoft would ever announce here. So I'm sure they have done. I just can't think of any. Uh, Splinter Cell set in Australia. Boom. Now, there you not go. Gonna, the, uh, definitely not going to happen. Um, Chris if we're Hemsworth wrong, feel free. Sam Fisher. That's it. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Um, moving right along, the Xbox home screen is, well, changed, I guess, if you're an insider in the fast alpha ring, I believe. Um, mm. and basically all Microsoft's doing is neatening up, cleaning up the dashboard. So it's basically, um, less tiles and they get rid of the, um, thing along the top that lets you go between home and store and mixer and that kind of stuff. It's all kind of just off to the side. Um, I think it looks great. Uh, I think it looks so it's it is kind of a big change because only in the last maybe maybe two updates ago they change it quite often compared to everyone else, but only fairly recently they've made it more of a uh, a vertical menu where you kind of go down and that's where you have all your groups and your pins and stuff. Um, previously, it used to be very horizontal, so lots of scrolling, and the scrolling is still there to get across to Game Pass and Mixer and all that stuff. So it is a bit of a change to take that away, um, hmm. but. I don't like having to go past Mixer to get to the store because I don't care about it. So to have it as a button on the home screen, it's still very easy to get to, but you can ignore it entirely now, which I really like. So I, don't I think, think that was good. I don't sorry, I to get to my, uh As long as I can get to my groups, because as you know, I've got my currently playing, I've got my backlog and I've got my multiplayer. So I need those groups easily accessible. I don't think I've used the Microsoft Store on xbox in about six months because i either just go to my laptop and use the microsoft store from a browser or i use my phone xbox app and just look through that so mm, that's, that's really just an observation i don't have anything else to say about that um the other cool change with this update um is that they've well i don't know if it's cool but microsoft has taken away the ability to talk to the cortana assistant through like a headset um they've changed that to be more like the uh alexa xbox skill so you have to use like a phone app um with cortana like a cortana phone app there we go um to issue commands um like you could grab an alexa uh, amazon dot or whatever and issue commands through that so it's not a huge deal i don't think anybody really uses the voice commands I don't too think much anyone uses that i know you used to back in 2014 when connect was a thing still yeah uh, i loved it but back then it, it uh it didn't understand me because they hadn't added the australian recognition until about 2016 so it never really worked and it took longer for me so i never got into it also i unplugged well, connect in about 2015 so once you're used to not using the commands and you just do like the double, you, you know, like your muscle memory is doing it on the controller. Like you don't need to do it via voice command. It's just The only thing it was ever good for was, and we always come back to this before they added double tap Y for screenshot. The only way to do it for a little while was, Hey, Xbox, take a screenshot or whatever you had to say. And by yep. the time you said it, whatever you're trying to take your screenshot of was well past. So that didn't work. I think it's yeah. one tap Y actually. I think I'll lie. They've, they've tightened that up. Uh, yeah. I don't use wow. any of that. I'm also Still, I'm not in the insider program anymore. I used to be. Uh, I'm not sure if you are, but I was in that early days when it first started, and I in the top ring, so I'd get the first ever update, and they would never work initially, and that's what it is. It's a test. So 
I yeah. realized a couple of years ago, I don't want to be a guinea pig. Just give me the update when it's done. And it's yeah. much better for me. Well, I dropped out because it kept screwing up my... Because most of my games are digital. It kept like interfering with some sort of handshake to tell Microsoft that I owned the game so I could play it so it wouldn't launch. And as mm. soon as I got out of the rings, it was fine. But we thank you, testers. Good work testing the update. Yeah. So when I get it now, it works fine. Way to cop all the shit so we don't. Um, <laughs> moving on, GTA Online. It's I, th- it, I haven't played it. Um, I think it's in Australia. There's a number of countries where it's not because of obvious reasons that you'll understand in a minute. Um, a new update opened up the Diamond Casino and Resort is what it's called. And it lets you spend real world money to buy microtransactions that give you in-game money. You can use the in-game money to buy chips at the casino and play slot machines, blackjack, poker, and roulette. Um, So you're literally able to spend real-world money and gamble. Not that you get real-world money back when you successfully gamble. It's all in-game stuff that you either win or lose, and it's just weird. That is weird. Uh, It would be... (laughs) like, what else to say? (laughs) Uh, well, I'm just thinking about what you said just then. It would be if you could cash back out into the real world from your in-game winnings, then that would be great. No one would complain about this then. That's all on you. But uh, <laughs> but you can't do that. Uh, I think I think you're right. A few countries banned it straight out, or they'd yeah. already banned microtransactions for GTA. Uh, Australia, I'm actually not sure. I don't think I don't think we know about it. So, uh, as you would know, the Australian Classification Board is not great at this type of stuff. Pretty much if yeah. you don't tell them, they don't know about it. And then they get outraged that you didn't tell them. So uh, it might the rating on the box may have to change because of this, because of gambling, if they well, yeah, allow it at all. I'm really not sure. I'm expecting something to happen. But um, like as an example, um, Poland, everything but online sports betting is illegal in terms of gambling. So it's had to be you know, cut out of GTA Online. Same thing for South Africa. Same thing for... Uh, Luxembourg, Malta, Malaysia, uh, Iceland, Greece. Like, there's all these countries where you're not allowed to just make a gambling video game that takes real world money unless you gamble. Um, and I'm kind of fine with that because we're already fighting about loot boxes being like gambling and like hitting those pleasure centers and stuff and, you know, doing naughty things that, you know, you would hope game developers don't do. And this is like straight up gambling. So. Well, we're one of the, our classification board does not like a lot of things, mainly drug use. So anything with that is not getting an RAT rating. They just block it straight away. They don't seem to care as much about things like gambling. So it does get noted on the box, but uh, they don't really seem to bother by it. Unlike those countries you just mentioned then, I think a few of those have even banned like loot boxes in something like Apex Legends, where they've said too close to gambling, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, Our board doesn't care as much about that. They're more about the... You can't mention morphine. Uh, call it X. So, yeah, they different priorities. Well, we'll see how it goes. We'll keep people updated if something changes. Um, and Ben, we basically called it the Switch Mini. Isn't called the Switch Mini, but it's the Switch Lite, and it seems like an expensive pile of garbage meant for children and not us. So there is some benefit to it, I guess. Um, True. It's a smaller I think version. Had overpriced. Yeah, smaller version of the Switch without detachable Joy-Cons. It doesn't connect to a TV. It's only in handheld mode, so you can't do um, tabletop or docked. It's priced at three thirty Australian dollars. Um, 
And it has Joy-Cons with a proper D-pad rather than a weird non-D-pad like our current Switches have. I do like that. Yeah, but they're not going to transition those Joy-Cons for us to use. They've said that the D-pad stays the way it is for some reason. Yeah. Because of the weirdness of the Joy-Con. I get that. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind it. I think it's a bit, as I said, overpriced because you can get the normal Switch. It was on Amazon last week for $330. So, but of course, that RIP is still technically $470 and look how much down it is from that. So, I think we'll see it. I think... Amazon actually already taking pre-orders for about two eighty or something, okay. which is about what I thought it would cost. Um, because once you get down to about two fifty, it becomes that Christmas present mark. It's exactly like the two DS; it's doing the same thing. Plus, it's replacing three DS, so I think there is a market for it. I think not connecting to TV. I didn't expect that. I think a few episodes ago, I I thought it would just not come with the dock. Yeah. But the more I think about it. It's for kids. It's kind of like it's for that generation who's grown up with iPads. So they just have their screen in front of them. They probably don't need that docked experience. And on the flip side, they don't have a TV just to use because mom and dad are using the TV. And previously, you'd give your kids a 3DS to just, here you go, play on that. Hmm. Uh, so I think that's part of the reason. And it keeps it cheaper, of course. Um, and being a lot sturdier, it should be like 2DS, which you could just throw those things around and they were fine. So so I get what they're doing. There is a market for it, I think. It's not us. Um, but yeah, there's a space there at the right price. Agreed. Um, I don't have anything else to say about that, nor anything else. Really, it's been a really That's slow cool. period. Oh, the only thing, the only thing we've got to say is the real switch out of this is getting a battery upgrade. So oh, yeah. it will now last. What did they say? Seven to nine hours, or five to seven, or something? Yeah, a, I can't remember the number. Couple hours longer, even when you're playing something like a as the Legend of Zelda. Uh, I was going to say Wind Waker. Okay. That's not true. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Which I is, think it's, it's, it's not quite twice as long, but nearly. Yeah. Um, if you vamp for a second, I can get the actual stats because I probably, we should do that. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's uh, Something happens. It's basically the, a, a big weakness of Switch at launch is the battery wasn't quite good enough. So they fixed it now two and a half years later to the battery it should have had. Um, my understanding from a brief look on Digital Foundry is that they think that the battery is actually the same. It's just that the new chip, which is in the Switch Lite, is now going into the regular Switch, and it's more efficient. Therefore, the battery lasts way longer. And that so makes sense. That would make sense. So the original Switch got between yeah. 2.5 and 6.5 hours of battery life. The Switch Lite, which is smaller, gets 3 to 7 hours. And the new version of the original Switch, which is you know larger than the Switch Lite, probably with the same chip, um, gets between 4.5 to 9. So, you know... 6.5 was the top better now it's nine um legend of zelda because it is so um uh processor uh intense that's it's a, a really big, bad a way of calling it it, yeah. it takes a lot of uh power um it will you'll nab around five and a half hours playing zelda um that's all you need there you go then you can charge yeah uh, I think we there were a lot of report rumors, I should say, not reports, about a Pro Switch coming as well. So this is not that. This is just the original Switch with a better battery, probably because of a more efficient chip. Yeah. So I think we will still get a Pro version of the Switch probably next year. Yeah. I think I'll do the Switch, the 3DS thing where you get a new model every year from here on out. I think uh, so because too. Because we're suckers and we'll buy them all. Well, and we're used to this kind of thing with like 
actual consoles like the xbox well not the xbox and the xbox s but like the xbox 360 and the xbox 360 slim and the ps4 and the ps4 slim they just you know they're they're cheaper to make as time continues on and you know there's advancements in technology so you just kind of incorporate it into the device it's not gonna like change the processor yeah exactly so i think people are used to buying a new ipad every two years so buying a new switch every couple of years is is not out of the question yeah there you go. I have nothing else to say now, officially, maybe. I said that before. That's the end of uh, all gaming news for the past three weeks, which is actually <laughs> pretty fair because just nothing is happening. Join us at the end of August where we'll talk about a whole bunch of horror games. Um, <laughs> well, we've got a lot of well, stuff yes, going yeah. on, actually, in the next couple of weeks. Um, Luke uh, is currently or is coming home from the uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare multiplayer reveal event so we'll have some stuff on the site at least for you to read i don't know if we'll try to get him on to talk about it but he's also moving to san francisco in the next little while so he's probably busy um and we looked at the outer worlds in america i forget when the embargo is so there's a lot of stuff that's going to be published i don't know if there's a lot of stuff for you and i to talk about but uh we'll figure it out we will have played little bits of all these games that luke is seeing lots of so that's all we have true all right. Um, find me at uh, SWriteAU on social media. Ben, do you want to plug any social medias? I am Ben underscore Salter on Twitter. It's my social media. And you can get angry with me on there, as most people tend to do at the moment. Yeah. Well, you are a jerk. Um, but I love you. That is true. Cool. Uh, Survivor on everything else.com is the website. And uh, thanks for joining us for another however long of a period we've decided to leave things three weeks two weeks same thing whatever um have a good one